0: Welcome to the Fire the Family podcast. Did you know the average American is behind on their retirement savings? Imagine if your family could learn to budget, save, and invest enough to become financially independent. I'm here to show you through my own experience exactly how you can get on the path to financial independence and reach retirement on or before the age of 65. From age 19 to 28... Kayla and I have been married for nine years, had three boys, and earned four degrees combined with no student loan debt, and have taken our household income from zero to over $130,000 a year. We both want to invite you to FireTheFamily.com, where we have free tools and resources that you can use to get started on your financial independence journey. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey, welcome to episode 22 of the Fire the Family podcast. I'm Nick, and as always, I would like to just say thank you for giving me some of your time today. Whether you're in the gym, uh, on the go, commuting, waiting for an airplane, whatever it may be, I just want to say thank you. Uh, Hopefully that this episode is uh, helpful for you and gives you some uh, information that you can use and bring value to your financial life for you and your family. With that being said, uh, today we're going to be talking about lean fire. What is lean fire Uh, and everything about lean fire? Uh, It's a variation of the fire movement, the financial independence retire early movement, and we're going to dig into that a bit today. Before we get started, though, I want to just give an update, kind of family update. Uh, We have succumbed to the flu My middle child has uh, been tested positive for influenza A as of Thursday last week, and luckily nobody else in the family has gotten it. They gave him Tamiflu, and they gave all of us Tamiflu. We all got tested and tested negative, uh, but we're all taking one dose of Tamiflu a day uh, to prevent any of us from getting influenza so that's kind of scary. I don't know if anyone in your family has succumbed to the flu this year. and I hope not. Um, but we also have the coronavirus getting crazy out there in uh, China and all over the world now. Uh, it seems to be kind of some mass hysteria going on. It's affected the stock market a little bit in the last week or so. Uh, but if you check that like map that tells you uh, the spread and how many people have gotten sick and how many people have recovered... It's not something that's even comparable to the flu uh, or even the common cold. So, hopefully, that's just some overhyped media sensationalist fear that's going on and hopefully it just uh, dies down here quickly. It's kind of cyclical. I notice similar to the stock market right? like we have uh, the stock market goes up and it goes down. we have uh, bull markets we have bear markets, we have corrections, we have recessions and even depressions and those seem to happen on like a cyclical uh, nature. maybe you can't predict it every single year. but you know reasonably you can assume that sometime in the future we're going to go into another market correction uh, or recession. Well, in my life, uh, I'm only 29 years old, uh, almost 29. And in my life, we've had several different like f- uh, illness outbreaks, viral outbreaks like swine flu, bird flu, the, now the coronavirus. I'm sure there's others that I can't think of, but it seems to happen like every five years or so, there's a new one to be extremely afraid of. And then you never hear about it again. So hopefully that's the case here. With that being said, let's get right into the episode and we're going to talk about lean fire. Lean fire is the minimal approach to financial independence, retire early. It's saving just enough money that your minimum expenses are covered in retirement. Uh, So like I always say, we all need to reach financial independence at some point in the future. This has become sort of my personal mantra. Whether your aim is to retire in your 40s, 50s, or 60s, there's a point in time where you no longer desire or are capable of working for an income. It's at this point where you need to have enough money saved up to live off of. Lean fire is, in my opinion, the original concept of the fire movement and has evolved into many different forms. Uh, there's coast fire, there's fat fire, there's barista fire, and you know every day there's a whole new amount of variations of the fire movement. But I believe that lean fire is considered the purest form of financial independence. Now, with that being said, it may not be the best for you. And we're going to get into that here in a second. So let's first define fire. If you're not familiar with the fire movement, financial independence, retire early. I'm just going to give a quick definition because I believe a lot of people have found this episode by searching for it. So I assume that several of you already or the majority of you already know what FIRE is. But let's just recap it really quick. Uh, FIRE is the ability to financially retire on or before the traditional retirement age of 66. So that means that you are financially able to stop relying on a W-2 income to meet your required expenses. And uh, your required expenses may be your bare minimum expenses, or they may be a higher level of expenses when you get into things like fat fire, where you have more than you need in retirement. Uh, This doesn't necessarily mean that we're all striving to stop work. I think very few people that are involved in uh, the FIRE movement actually want to stop working. And typically you see people start to transition from a manual labor job or a job that they don't really like that they were just working for an income to a job that is more passion driven, that gives them more fulfillment in other areas of their life rather than just income. And that's really what I'm after. That's really what I believe a lot of people in the FIRE community are after is being able to shift from a requirement of working for income to working because you really enjoy doing what you're doing. A good example would be if I could make a living off of this, off of creating content that's helpful and educational to people. I would absolutely love to do that. Today, it doesn't pay the bills. It doesn't give us enough money to consider something like that. But if it were to turn into something like that, and 10 years from now, I transition from my, you know, nine to five job Monday through Friday to doing something like this full time, I would still obviously be working. uh, But it would be a different in a different capacity. And it wouldn't be driven largely just for income. Lean fire is typically viewed as the extreme version of the fire movement. It's similar to being a vegan, in my opinion. Proponents of lean fire may find that their family and friends question their frugality and their lifestyle choices. And it's kind of funny because if you can tell if somebody is... chasing after lean fire because they'll tell you about it. So it's similar to veganism where people are generally kind of outspoken about it. Um, they really like the life; they're all in on the lifestyle that they've chose. And it's just the more kind of fundamentalist extreme version of, of the fire movement. Lean fire is generally defined as reaching financial independence earlier than traditional retirement age of 66 while maintaining minimal expenses. As with any other form of financial independence, retire early. The goal is entirely unique to you, the individual. So what may be my fire number, my lean fire number, maybe it's 30,000 a year to meet my bare minimum expenses by the time I'm 45 years old just arbitrarily speaking. Yours may be 25,000 or 42,000 to meet your bare minimum expenses. It just depends on how big your family is, what your goals are, what your lifestyle is like and and all all those things. But the idea is living at your bare minimum expenses. So your basic amount that you need for housing, that you need for food, that you need for shelter, um, all your basic hierarchy of needs are met and very little extra is being spent. That's lean fire. So how do you reach lean fire? Lean fire is achieved much the same way as any other form of financial independence. The threshold for what's considered financially independent is simply lower. So you have fat fire, which is a higher threshold to reach. It's more money in retirement that you're paying yourself. Lean fire is the other end of that spectrum. It's the lower end of the spectrum. So by following what I've outlined in the best method for financial independence, retire early, it's on our page. If you go to the website firethefamily.com and just click the link that says how to fire uh, or go to firethefamilycom slash how hyphen to hyphen fire. Uh, you'll reach a page that I've outlined this the very basics. And it's not new concepts. I didn't invent it. Um, But if you can learn to budget, increase your income and decrease your expenses, if you can place an emergency fund and fully fund it, if you can take your savings rate, the difference between what your income is and how much you're able to save of that income and invest that in the total stock market, uh, you can reach financial independence. So the levers that you can pull and I talk about this often, are how much you're, you make. You can work on your income, you can save more money, and you can choose kind of where to invest that money for your um, average you know, average uh, rate of return. And so that's, that one's a little bit less out of your control than uh, increasing your income. That has the highest uh, return on investment, in my opinion, working to increase your income, whether that's getting an education or getting a better job, or learning a skill or trade that's going to earn you more money, getting a second job or a side hustle, something that you can do to increase your income. That is a lever that we can all control and we should all be controlling and working really hard towards. Lowering your expenses is is a lever too, and unfortunately is the lever that every guru will tell you to pull. And like Dave Ramsey, all he talks about is hammers it on lowering your expenses, getting out of debt, which I I 100% agree with, But unfortunately, it doesn't talk enough about working and taking ownership over your income and working to increase that income. And the problem is, I think a lot of people, I mean, I'm sure Dave Ramsey knows how to increase his income, but a lot of people don't understand what it takes to actually increase your income or they aren't willing to put in the work to do it. So what is your lean fire number? Your lean fire number is going to be completely unique to you, as I said and the lifestyle that you choose to live in retirement. An example is requiring $25,000 per year in in retirement. You'll need roughly $625,000 in retirement savings to reasonably assume that it's gonna last you for 30 years. This is based on the 25 times rule or the Trinity study, uh, which I've talked about in recent episodes as well as uh, written about extensively on the website. What this, what this means essentially is that you need to have about 25 times the amount of money you want to pay yourself each year in retirement saved up, and that would reasonably last you until uh, for another 30 years, and that includes market downturns, corrections, and all of that. So when you get into lean fire, we'll get into to some downsides in a second about lean fire, but this is, this is kind of a, a one downside is that you are you have a higher exposure to market risk if you have less money in retirement savings. You can use a FIRE calculator to help visualize what it's going to take for you to reach financial independence. And I have a link to them. There's You can just Google fi- FIRE calculators and uh, kind of visualize and tweak, tweak it a little bit and get an idea of where you need to be in order to reach something like lean FIRE. So benefits of lean FIRE. Lean FIRE has the benefit of teaching us how to live with less, reducing materialism, is an inherently good practice in my opinion finding your bare minimum expenses is something i think everybody should do and understanding what you actually need versus what you choose to spend will give you valuable insight to your spending habits and what you value in life and where your priorities are once you run the numbers through a compound interest calculator it's really hard to argue that spending less and saving or investing more is a bad idea for your financial future the choice then becomes do i want that thousand dollar tv Or financial independence and that's kind of a eh, kind of a you know cringy way to look at it and very uh, I can't think of the right word uh, very typical way that people are going to talk about it but it just kind of paints that picture for you and it isn't just the TV it's everything that you choose to spend on Uh, is it more important for you to drive a nicer car with a car payment or drive a car that will get you from point A to point B in the same fashion as that fancier car with a car payment. It's things like that. So the more of those choices you're able to make, the lower your expenses stay, the higher your savings rate is, and the more money you have freed up to invest in the stock market uh, for future return and have compound interest help you towards your FIRE goals. I am a fan of using lean FIRE essentially as a benchmark on your way to other way, other forms of financial independence uh, when it actually comes time to stop working. Because as I always say, I'm not after leaving the workforce. I definitely don't want to do that. I enjoy working, enjoy providing value to society and working is such a large part of what makes us human beings um, and a part of the human experience. And so that's not something that I'm after. But it's definitely a good benchmark, I think, um, to reach something like lean fire because now, you know, I've got that in the bag and I can go work on other things. I don't have to be a slave to the nine to five that I maybe hate when I could go work this nine to five that I maybe love or I could be more of a volunteer uh, person and not require an income or whatever your choice may be in that spectrum. It's uh, a really valuable thing to be able to achieve. Downsides of lean fire. Lean fire isn't perfect, and detractors may say that it's not sustainable, and they may be right. Stopping work at such a low total asset value may be a dangerous lifestyle choice, especially with a family. You're at a greater risk of your nest egg not lasting you from retirement until death. And let's face it, if you decide to lean fire at the age of 40, you may only your money may only last 20 or 30 years. What are you going to do when you're 60 or 70? you still may have 10 to 20 years left to live. And so that's something you definitely want to think about if you're actually going to stop working and rely on that income. If you quit working only to rely on a small retirement savings, like less than a million dollars, it may be difficult to return to the workforce after so many years off. Technology and the overall landscape of the job force uh, may have dramatically changed during this time period. And that could, that I see as a major negative. If you get to the age of 40 and you lean fire, and your bare minimum expenses are barely being met. And you decide that, man, I really need to go back to working full time. Uh, 10 years later, you may be like way behind technology has changed, processes have changed. Um, a lot of new people are in the workforce, maybe uh, education requirements have changed, really hard to keep up at that point And then explain your, you know, big gap time that you've had between jobs. If you have $2 million saved in a retirement account and the market loses 20%, you'll still have about $1.6 million in the bank. If you have $600,000 and the market loses 20%, you'll only have about $480,000 in the bank. The stress of that alone would give me a heart attack. I would rather have $1.6 million during a market correction than $480,000 if I'm relying on that income or expecting to rely on that income sometime in the future. That's just a quick example for you. Using Lean Fire as a milestone, I believe, is the smartest way to use Lean Fire uh, as your first, you know, major marker goalpost to reach. Along your financial independence journey, it's kind of at this point that you know you can retire and your basic minimum expenses would be covered. That's what I would call self-insurance. I would say I'm financially independent at that point. Uh, and that's just a really exciting thing. And I think that's something that we're all after. But it doesn't mean you have to stop there. Once you've reached lean fire, you can begin to make choices that are going to enhance your well-being. This may include taking a different job or responsibility at work that's not financially driven. It may include volunteering more time and working fewer hours or working in another state or country. Tons of opportunities present themselves all the time and people are unable to take them because they're so, they call it the golden handcuffs. They're so financially connected to what they're doing, uh, even if they absolutely hate it, that they can't, even, they can't even look outside for other opportunities. And it's really limiting themselves and their experience while you know, being alive. I'd recommend continuing to work for an income, even if you reach lean fire, and allowing that lean fire nest egg time to grow with compound interest. If you're healthy, there's no reason why you should stop working. I would simply find something that you love to do uh, to spend your time doing that and continue providing value to society and continue getting an income. So it'd be so nice to reach Lean Fire, keep that money to the side and really maybe slow down how much you contribute and use that money to fund experiences and live, you know, a more luxurious lifestyle for lack of a better word um knowing that 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 lean fire is going to grow into probably a fat fire over the next five to 15 years just allowing compound interest and the market to do its thing can you achieve lean fire with a family financial independence is achievable with a family many people have accomplished it but it's no doubt that the difficulty increases with a family This is where the idea of financial sacrifice and deprivation starts to creep in. How much are you actually willing to be able to give up to achieve financial independence? It's not just about you giving these things up anymore, but other people as well. I have five people in my family, including me, my wife and three kids. And it's not just me that's feeling the sacrifice or feeling the burn if our expenses are too low. Um, It's them. It's 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 their clothing, it's their experiences, it's their uh, being involved in activities and sports, and just everything that comes along with being a, a child Uh, relying on their parents to fund their life. And so if we're funding their life in a very minimal aspect, that they're going to be sacrificing some things without really choosing to do that. And so as a parent, it's kind of like, what point are we comfortable with sacrificing some of those things? Maybe instead of Nike shoes, you go with the Vans or Converse that are a little bit cheaper. Um, Or maybe it's instead of feeding them only organic food, it's allowing them to have some things that are maybe cheaper, more processed foods whether, you know, it's really what you value and what you see as a priority, uh, that you can, that you want to maintain in, in their life for them. If it wasn't for my kids though, I likely would not have achieved the level of education that I've achieved. I would probably have less of an intrinsic why to achieve financial independence and overall be successful in my life. And so in my experience, my family has pushed me harder than I would ever push myself And it's really for this reason that I want to achieve financial independence, to give them back, give back to them a life that they otherwise may not have had. And it's really important to me. Our plan, our personal plan, I get asked this a lot right now, today at the time of writing this, and this evolves over time, it was probably different when I first started writing about, you know, eight months ago, is that our plan is to achieve coast fire, essentially, at some point. That means that we'll have enough saved up that uh, early enough that if we stopped contributing, it would still grow into a uh, retirement account that we could live off of. That doesn't mean we're going to stop contributing. It just means we may loosen up a little bit. We may, might not be as frugal or minimalistic in our approach to budgeting and probably travel a little bit more with our, with our kids when they're a little older. So right now when our kids are so young, uh, we're really happy with just being a really close family and doing really cheap activities like going to the park, uh, doing yard work outside, um, enjoying you know, sports and learning how to play baseball, going to the local field for a few hours. Now, things like that, they don't cost a lot of money. They're so young that they're not going to remember a lot of the experiences that they're having and we're really just trying to give them a really strong foundation uh, to get started in life. As our kids get older and they turn into teenagers and preteens and uh, we know that our time is limited with them, we want to take them on vacations. We want to travel with them, give them some other experiences other than just the local town that we live in and really want to pour a lot of like that into their lives. And so for us, we're probably going to loosen up a little bit on the budget and have more money in kind of vacation and travel fund uh, than we do currently. And then once our kids are out of the house, we'll probably tighten back up a little bit uh, when it's just Kayla and I and, uh, you know, go from there. But the idea is that we'll at least have reached lean fire by around the age of 45. And then probably that would grow into fat fire sometime in our 50s and 60s. And so that's really what we're after. So we talk a lot about lean fire, a lot of fat fire, the yin and yang, you know, the low end and the high end of the spectrum, uh, that's really what they are. Uh, the, the fat fire is generally defined as achieving financial independence at or above an upper middle class lifestyle. Uh, so the people you see driving around in like a Tesla, but they're, you know, financially independent, that's, that's what I would call fat fire, right? Essentially, it's having the ability to spend above your minimal expenses. This may include traveling more, driving nicer cars, living in a larger home than you actually require, etc. Neither approach to financial independence are better or worse than another. It's just simply a matter of what you want your financial retirement to look like and your financial future. It depends on your job. depends on how hard you work to increase your income. Uh, it depends on a whole host of variables that we cannot possibly cover in one episode. So to summarize, lean fire is one of the most common variations of the fire movement. Typically, I'd consider it the first fire milestone to reach, and it's achieved when your total assets can pay enough in retirement to cover your bare minimum expenses. It's at this point where you no longer require a W-2 income to have your basic needs met, like food, water, shelter, clothing, and relying on such a small amount in retirement is risky, and I would recommend you explore the other variations and just further your education total uh, when it comes to planning for retirement. FIRE itself isn't a new concept. It is a repackaging of really age old time tested uh financial personal finance concepts that are out there. And I really like it. I'm really excited about it. And I've gone all in on the terminology and everything just simply because it's what makes sense to the younger generations. It's an acronym they can get behind. Everybody wants to be on a team. And it's something that I think it's a team that I think everybody, no matter your uh, race, your, your, your background, your upbringing, your social status, uh, your lifestyle choices. I think everyone can can benefit from this. And it's just really exciting to share that with with all of you. So thank you so much for hanging out today. And if you got some value out of this, please rate it on whatever platform it is that you're using. If you want to share it on social media, that's super appreciated and really the best way that you can help us out and uh, spread the word. Um, the idea is to get this out to as many young people, young families as possible, so we can catch them before they make some of the financial mistakes that we made earlier in our 20s and you know that set us back a few years. But I'm so excited and Today, I feel super energized. I don't feel sick. I have had a cold the last week or so. The flu is in our house, and so we're trying to avoid that, but it's a nice warm day out today, and I think uh, I'm going to go make the best out of it. So I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you have a great work week, and whatever you know, whatever it is that you're doing this week, whatever challenges lay ahead of you, I just want to encourage you to go at it with a positive attitude and a positive mindset, and uh, make some positive change in your life. And if that's uh, a positive financial change, then, uh, you know, I'm happy to assist with that in in any way possible. And the best way is to to read some of the content on our website, listen to some of our other episodes, and reach out to me directly on Twitter at FireTheFamily. So thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll catch you guys on the next episode.